Welcome to another episode of Dance Rules with Kevin Belzer. Today, very special episode, we are going to go over the 75 hard program. Don't call it an exercise program. Don't call it a weight loss program. It's just a program. However, before we could dive into that, I need to give you a little bit of a backstory. So we're going to go back in time to December of 2019 when I was fat. Okay, so I don't know my exact weight because when I started working with a trainer at that time and trying to correct the bad habits that I've been doing for the last 40 some years, when I started working with him, I realized that I didn't want to stand on the scale initially. I got on the scale probably a week, two weeks later when I started to notice some weight loss had come up. So we're estimating that my weight before I started the program was somewhere in the 220s. So I worked with this trainer, kind of played around with the nutrition. I got to be honest with you. I did all the workouts every week that I was required to do, but I was not diligent on everything. So let's fast forward to April of this year. I started into the Menace program. We've had several episodes about the Menace program. And one of those things is you got to be accountable to yourself. And I realized that I wasn't being accountable and disciplined to myself. So I looked at the 75 Heart program. And I said, okay, right now I've peaked out on what I can lose. I'm bouncing between the 180s to 190. Okay, so I'm stalling out here. I'm just bouncing back and forth between this weight. But I want to be 165 to 168, somewhere in there. 168 is about what I was when I left the military. So I really wanted to be around that weight, get back to my military goal, you know, my military physique, I guess you could say. I looked at the 75 heart program at that time, did not start it yet. But what I did do is I started basically ramping up. Like, can I do something like this? Can I start building a habit like this? And the answer is yes, I could. I wasn't, however, doing the 75 hard as far as recording the program. There was a lot of days I was doing everything that's on this list I'm going to go over with you today. However, I was, if I had a day to wear pants raining, whatever, maybe I didn't do the outdoor workout. Or there was five times that I did not follow a strict diet, five times. So even if I'd done everything else, I still only completed this, if, you know, the whole program, I would have only completed at a 94.44% pace. That's not good enough. Enough. 75 hard is an all or nothing program. Jason. But even doing it the way I was doing it, I still lost weight. I still noticed a change in my discipline and I got a lot done in my work world, my private world, a lot accomplished. However, I had not officially started the 75 hard program and it bothered me that I hadn't started this program because I really wanted to check this box off that I'd done it. I read the books. I followed Andy Frisella on his podcast. I read his daily posts that he emails to me and I would repost them on my Facebook. I was like, man, I really follow this guy, but I have not ticked this box. And it really bothered me. Go up to August of this year when I officially started 75 Heart. I'd gone down from the 190 mark down to 168. I had achieved the weight that I wanted to achieve. Good news there. Still didn't check the box. So remember, I want to check, check the box. At that point, I started 75 Hard with a group of menaces. We had it going with them. I'll go over the other program that we're also doing in conjunction with that one here at the very end of this, because you kind of want to know, well, what am I going to do next? Well, we'll get into that. Okay, so but first, let's go over what the 75 Hard program is and what I felt about each phase of it. First is two workouts a day. One of them must be outside, and it does not matter what the weather is. There were days that I did get rained on and I did get wet. And I posted those online because I actually was very proud of the days that the weather was bad, yet I still conquered it. 
The other thing you have to deal with in Arizona is that it's hot in August. There was days that because I early on, at least this was an early on problem is I noticed I need to readjust my day. And if I wasn't getting that outdoor workout done first thing in the morning, when it was only only 70s or 80s, I could be doing at the end of the day and it's 100, 406 degrees but it has to be done. It's one of the checkboxes that has to happen. That was a lot of fun. Now, my fitness trainer, my Nate Palmer, my fitness trainer, he sends me a workout to do the other stuff, like the weights, legs, arms, whatever. He sends that to me. And that I was only scheduled for four days a week on that. So what it meant is the days I didn't have something like that, where it's arms day or legs day, I still had to get something else in because I had to do two workouts. So what I was doing on those days, because you are allowed to do two outdoor activities, So what I do on those days is I always just walked twice a day. So sometimes it was walking at 5.45 in the morning and another one sometime that afternoon when I got done with my follow-up calls from work, whatever the case may be. Okay, so I'd make sure that I get all that knocked out. Good to go. If you screw this up though, you let the distractions of the day get in your way. What I did notice is that, yeah, you may have a day to where it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. There was one day it was after 11 that I'm out there walking. Yeah, I wanted to be in bed, but I got to get that check box. I got to get this done. Two workouts a day, That's a, or two workouts a day. One of them needs to be outside. That's number one. Number two, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. That you can read other books, other articles, anything else you want. However, guess what? They don't count. I'm a prolific reader, so this one was not very hard for me to conquer. When all was said and done, I should have brought a list of the books I read, but when all was said and done on that, I finished six books during that time because I don't read just 10 pages a day of a self-development type book. I read The Power of One More from Ed Milet. The I read Cameron Haynes' new book. I read The Training, see, Training Camp, Energy Bus, read a real estate a book that had some tips in it, but I didn't count those till it was towards my daily. I read some fiction books that those didn't count as well. Gosh, I read at least six self-development books through the whole course of it, and I always got at least 10 pages in a day. Normally, it was way beyond that because like I said, I, I read a lot. It's not a problem for me. However, this can be a problem for a lot of people is the 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Actually, 10 pages of any book for some people is a problem because for somebody I know personally that he goes, I'm not a reader. So it was a struggle to do that. may sound something like it's something simple for me, but it's not going to be for everybody. The next one is one that was very hard for me. So the next one, drink one gallon of water every day. Not a problem anymore was a major problem when I started 75 Heart because drinking a gallon of water, I felt like so full. However, I do think that there's probably a good side effect to that is that from what I understand, usually we're not necessarily hungry, we're dehydrated. And if that's truly the case, then that should keep you from snacking and foraging in the kitchen for garbage. Pro tip for you before you start 75 Heart, get rid of the garbage. Yeah, very good idea. So the one gallon of water, you can screw this one up too. You don't want to be, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're like, oh crap, I still have a half a gallon of water to do. Because guess what? You're going to be in the bathroom peeing every hour all night and you're not going to get a lot of sleep. You will make that mistake probably once, maybe twice, because I made it once and I did not make that mistake again. Pro tip for you, what I did is that I made sure that I was about two thirds through my water by noon. Okay, so I only had to worry about the last third. Funny thing is I noticed that I was going way past a gallon because I did that because I got used to just drinking water all day long. Not not a problem towards the end, but it was a major problem at the beginning for the drinking water. That actually probably ended up being my hardest thing to do was drinking the gallon of water. Number four, take a progress picture. 
Uh, I think there's only one time that I almost forgot. It's 11 o'clock at night and I forgot to take it. What I say on that one is just when you roll out of bed, it should be the first thing you do. A lot of people keep their phone in their bedroom. I don't. It's down by my office. So I just take the shirt back off and take a photo and it stores it in the app, uh, which th- we'll get into that in a second. The app is very important. Take a progress picture every day so you can see from day one to day 75 what kind of changes happened over it. Because some people get frustrated on this, but if you actually go back and look, you'll see some changes in your body, probably. If you're already really fit, you may not see it. You'll see it in other parts of your, your life, but maybe not in that. But for most people, they will see a difference in that. Number five, pick a diet. There's no set diet that you have to do when you're doing 75 hard. For 75 hard, they just want you to pick something. Like Greg Anderson. Greg Anderson, is, he lives on Seattle. He did almonds and apple and steak. That was his diet. And he kept that diet all the way through. There's other people that they'll go keto or paleo or whatever. The big thing is just pick something and you need to stick to that the whole time through. So my diet was meat, vegetables. That's simple. Meat, vegetables. No bread, no desserts, no cheese through the whole time. I love, 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 love bread. Bread is phenomenal. Bread is part of the pizza crust. It's very important. Cheese is on pizza. I love cheese and I love bread. So this was not an easy thing for me to give up. I think because I did the whole ramp up time and I gave those up during the ramp up time, that's why it was easier for me. You can do a ramp up time or not, or you can just go cold turkey. It's totally up to you how you do it. But I just did that and they realized, well, that's great. I'm doing 75 hard, but I'm not checking boxes. So it doesn't really count kind of thing. So pick a diet, stick to it. And like I said, it can be anything you want it to be. Number six was no cheat meals or alcohol. I don't drink, haven't drank since 95, 1995. Yeah, in the last century. So I've been drinking since 1995. So giving up alcohol doesn't affect me at all. However, this could be a major thing for a lot of people because especially if you have friends that you'd like to go hang out at the bar or watch sports with, whatnot, what's usually there? Beer, wine, something like that. For them, this is going to be really difficult. I saw people that were in our group doing this with us that they fail strictly because of drinking alcohol and no cheat meals. That means that you can't go, well, it's Sunday. I eat nachos on Sunday. No, it doesn't work that way. There is a program out there called 75 Soft. Yeah, highly don't recommend that one. Yeah, not not a good program at all. 75 Soft allows a cheat day. Yeah, let's no, just no, all right? Okay, so that's all, all six of those. Two workouts a day, one must be outside. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Drink one gallon of water. Take a progress picture. Pick a diet, stick to the diet. And no cheat meals or alcohol. What setbacks or challenges did I have in this? Because I did complete it, but that doesn't mean that I didn't have any issues through the whole thing. What setbacks or challenges did I have? Early on, I'd say around day 10, I had a weird foot injury that lingered for a couple of days, but I wasn't going to quit. I was told by many people, hey, no big deal. You should just take a break. It's fine. No big deal. You can just start again. And I'm like, nah, it doesn't, it's weird. This injury doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to power through it and see what happens. And like two and a half days later, the pain just went away. I don't know what that it was. It was just a pain in the bottom of one of my feet. In fact, I actually walked more during those days because it ended up falling on days where I didn't have an arm day or a leg day. So in those days I was walking and so I was getting in like nine, 10 miles a day and it didn't matter if when I was moving, I felt fine. I don't know. Yeah, that that was the one weird injury I had. I didn't have anything different. I I know some people have had things happen to where they're just screwed and they have to stop. I know somebody that pulled a a muscle in their their arm, some people with back issues. 
just happens. You just recoup and restart. But I didn't have anything like that. So I didn't have to worry about illness. Oh, yeah, I did. I got COVID during this. Well, it's the third time that I've had COVID. So at this point, it's kind of like no big deal. I had cold type symptoms. I did have the COVID headache, which is, uh, by the way, not fun at all. Had the COVID headache and I felt kind of run down. However, I still just powered through and did it. What I ended up having to do out of no choice is I did have to get more sleep. So I went from about six hours a night to eight. And then there were some days where I even at nine because I was just exhausted, which that's fun. When you have something like that going on, it does force you to just be hyper focused on your activities for the day because now I've given myself less hours to get everything done. So yeah, illness is no fun. <clears throat> I do know people that I know this happened to Andy Frizzell one time but where he couldn't finish the water because he's just throwing it up because he ended up getting really sick, like a fever, like a flu or something like that. Stand up, he had to stop. So it, it can happen. You know, illnesses happen. The thing is what you don't realize is that, or until you're in it, then you realize it. But 75 days is a really long time. There's a lot of different events that can happen over 75 days. And when I started it, I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about the next challenge I had, which is travel. I traveled multiple times during this. One, because of how the flights were. I'm like, man, I've got to get a workout in at like four in the morning so that I can then take the plane. I was going to the East Coast with changeovers, everything else. And then when I get there, I got to basically get off the flight and then go for a 45 minute walk so I can get it all in today. But I had to be very focused when I was traveling and go, okay, very time managed. How am I going to fit this in because if I'd done it the other way to where I was like and didn't worry about it, I would have had a lost day there. That was uh, pretty major that you're looking at your calendar, you're just dissecting it going, how am I going to make all this work? Takeaways. My takeaways from this was one, I got really focused on time management because you have to manage every aspect of your day, adding in all these additional activities. You got to make sure that like I got to where I read immediately in the morning. So that was taken care of and took a progress picture for seeing the morning as well. So I knew I had two activities that were already taken care of. I knew I wasn't going to do cheat meals or alcohol. So I checked that off as well. And I had a diet of meat and vegetables. So I could check that off. So then I was down to the gallon of water and the two workouts. Very quickly in the day, I had those to go. I preferred running the first workout immediately in the morning. One, it wakes your body up. That's a huge thing is to get the blood flow going. I liked that. So I'd recommend if you're going to do this, do at least one of your workouts first thing in the morning and then conquer your day. And make sure that you're getting up early enough so that you're not being distracted by phone calls, by emails, by texts, by whatever. Work, life, kids, dogs. My dogs like today didn't get up till nine. So it's like if I work out before that, then I don't have to worry about feeding him and all that other stuff. Otherwise, he'll like, literally be bothering you most of the day. So that was something I learned. It's a time management thing. Discipline was the next thing. With your discipline, you have to be so on point. Manage your day. Oh man, once I started this, I was like, holy cow, I have got to run a really tight schedule. Like I started writing into my schedule. Here's when this workout is. Here's when that workout is. Here's when I'm reading everything. I did just map it all out. The other takeaway I had is the accountability aspect of it. I absolutely loved knowing at the end of the day that I'd achieved something. I'm one of those people that I actually make my bed when I get up every day. I always know when I walk back into my bedroom the other day that I achieved that, but I wanted something bigger. So this is bigger. The end of the day, I could look at it and go, I was accountable to my health today. What's bigger than that? It's phenomenal. My last takeaway on this was no weight loss. Okay, I had no weight loss out of this. People go, how's that possible? 
Well, remember, I had several weeks of losing weight, getting my body ready for this because I started in April with doing this stuff, but loosely. The biggest discipline I had then, though, was I changed diet. Like I said, I only five total cheat days and all that. Because of that, I went from 190 to 168 well before this happened. In fact, I hit it four weeks before I started 75 hard. I was at 168 and I maintained it. It bounces between 167 and 168 continually. And then when I started 75 hard in August, that's where I was at. And here we are, we're in November. I'm still at 168. This morning was 168.2. And like I said, it's always like 167 and something or 168 and something. It just varies day to day. I try to just take it once a week and not worry about it. And I know that it's that if I don't change anything else now, it's just going to stay there because it's stayed there now for three, four months. I've been at 168. What I'm doing is working to maintain my prior military weight. But there was another takeaway I did notice. I am toning up. Maybe I'm not losing weight, but I'm toning up. I don't know the whole weight difference kind of stuff. To me, my dumb frog brain says a pound of fat and a pound of muscle are each a pound. So yeah. Okay, so that's where I go on that. So what's next? What's next for me is I am still in a program. I'm in the Menace 100. The Menace 100 would be a workout a day, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, drink a gallon of water, take a progress picture, pick a diet, no cheat meals or alcohol, and also do one video a day promoting your business. It only, it goes back down to one workout a day. However, I'm not doing that. I'm doing two workouts a day. Why is that? Because I'm actually going to be doing 75 hard phase one. I just rolled right into it. No day off, nothing right into phase one. So today was day one of phase one for me, which is, let me go over this with you. It is still two workouts a day, the progress picture, 10 pages of reading a nonfiction book, one gallon of water, follow a diet, no cheat meals. But here's what's new. Five minute cold shower. Wow. Okay. <laughs> The five minute cold shower, today was the first one and I knew it was going to be on here. I hadn't opened the app yet, but somebody had told me, hey, you're going to have a five minute cold shower added to this. I was like, oh, lovely. In Arizona, it would be great if it's summertime, but now we're in November. So the water coming out of the tap is actually cold again. Over the summer, you take a shower in cold water because it's warm. You're taking a warm shower. So if anybody in Arizona does this phase one in summer, I, I'm like, you're cheating. You got to do it where it's over the winter. It was very interesting. I was freezing. I had goosebumps and everything for five minutes. And then when I flicked it to hot so I could wash my hair, as you can see, a ton of it, those watch on video and all that, it was just a weird sensation. I was cold and hot at the same time. So that was kind of strange. We'll see how that progresses for me. The next thing on there was eight powerless critical tasks. I actually have a copy of the powerless booklet. So I'm going to actually track it in there because it's a brand new journal. And at the very beginning, it goes over how to use the powerless. So I'm just going to read it verbatim. Every day, write in five critical tasks to complete for that day. If you complete the task, put a check mark in the box next to the task. If you do not complete the task by the day, put an X in the box next to that task. Well, in phase one, you have to actually do eight, not five. If you complete all eight tasks that day, you win the day. Circle the W at the bottom of the page. If you do not complete all eight tasks, you failed to win the day. Circle the L at the bottom of the page. Once the task has been on your power list for 21 days straight and being completed all 21 days in a row, it is considered a habit you will complete automatically. You must now remove that task from the list and replace it with a new critical task. The goal is to win every single day. When you create a habit of winning, it creates momentum and confidence. When you win enough weeks, you win the month. When you win enough months, you win the year. When you win enough years, you win your life. 
yes, it's that easy, you win. Okay, so I had to start today with it, but right down to the eight tasks that had to be completed. It is four o'clock on Saturday. At this moment, I have two, three, four, five, five, five done of the eight. So I still have some work to do. Still got time in the day to finish that up. But anyway, this is that's day one of that. So critical tasks are things that go and progress your life, your business forward. Okay, so just look at it that way. It's not, I took the dog outside to go to the bathroom. It's not something like that. All right, let's be realistic. It could be I completed phase one. To me, that's a critical task. I have stuff on there like I have videos that need to be done. I have projects that need to be sent over to my marketing team so that, that those are things that are on my critical list. The last one they had on there was 10 minutes of visualization. So I have to sit there and visualize for 10 minutes, not be scrolling my phone, not be texting, listening to music, doing anything else, but just sitting there in silence, visualizing what, you know, my business, my life, all that. This could be one of the harder ones. I mean, the cold shower, I think I'll just get used to in a few days because I, I mean, I jump into pools all the time that are in the winter. So I think that I'll be able to get through that. But this one, yeah, I kind of like to be busy all the time. So 10 minutes of complete silence, I'm going to have to actually set a timer and have it go off in 10 minutes. So that is what I'm doing next, finishing up the M100. So I have 25 days left of that. And then phase one, what I didn't say before is phase one is 30 days. So this will take me all the way to December 12th and then I'll be done. And the way I understand it, I'll look it up. But the way I understand it is you have to take a break between phase one and phase two. And at that point, I'll determine if I'm going to do that again or if I just go right back into 75 hard after I take a 30 day break. I haven't decided yet. So we'll figure that out at that point. That is my journey through 75 Hard, what's coming up next, my takeaways, all that. Love to hear your guys' feedback, comments, all that fun stuff. Just drop comments down below if you're watching the video or if you're on the podcast, you know, shoot me a note. I'll have in the show notes on the podcast where I can be reached and all that fun stuff. So until next time, here's what I need you guys to do. I need you guys to share, like, subscribe, leave comments, reviews, all that fun stuff on my podcast. If you have a friend or an enemy, do you think this would benefit? Share it to both. You want your enemies to get better. All right. We don't want them to stay where they're at right now. That's just not going to work. And that'll be it for today. Today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. So until next time, go out and be the kick-ass adult. I know you all can be. <laughs>